0: Hello everyone and thank you for coming back to yet another episode of The Gloving Paradigm where I am your host Peter aka LPD Dubuque and this week it's going to be a very interesting week because we get to talk about the thing that I like to talk about but here's the thing I've come to the realization that a lot of people just simply don't know how to operate their lights or program them and they always ask people how to program them even though companies send you the manual of how to do it. You're just gonna keep sneezing over there while you interrupt me? This is what I deal with everyone, by the way. This, this, this is what I deal with. If you're also wondering why I always have to cut out a lot, it's because of that. Just, just want to let you know. Five minutes later. Anyways, where was I? Oh, that's right. (laughs) So yes, I come to the realization that just a lot of people just don't know how to operate their lights or how to program them even though the company sends you a manual of how to do so because people have an aversion to reading yet they go online to read comments anyways, so since that's not the case, since I have to explain this, might as well do an episode on it after all, I do like talking about programming theory, so yes, we are doing programming theory Flawless segue. Welcome to my insane asylum. That is this walk-in closet with a bunch of crap all over the walls. Welcome to my life. <laughs> a few moments later. Anyways, yes. So, what is it about this programming theory that I'm going to be doing? Well, it's simple. I'm just going to break down programming. I'm just going to break it down to to help further explain it. Now. I'm not going to sit here and tell you how you're going to get into each of these programming points because each chip has a different setup on how to do so so if you need help on programming your lights and you need help reading the manual please let me know in the comment section down below or hit me up on any of my social medias and I will help direct you to figure this out but I'm just going to break down the general overviews of the different programming points Within a lot of the chips that we have out in the market, this is also barring bulb chips or micro lights, as I like to call them, because not all of them really have a programming. There is one that was on the market, but we're not getting into that. We're gonna—that's gonna be its own episode, okay? Um. Okay. So, that being said, let's get right into the thing. Five minutes later. So, what is the breakdown? What? How does? How does this work? All right breakdown by definition is the method in which manufacturers categorize sections of the programming features into parts that are adjusted whenever used okay that is basically the definition that we're going to be using here okay, 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 okay. why is that the case it's because over time we've had different ways of programming our lights if you've been around as long as I have which now it's kind of rare to hear nowadays no it's not yeah, it is. but yeah, programming in the early days was not that great. um, They had different ways of going about it, and there were some that worked really well, and there were some that didn't oh, do so good. But that is neither here nor there. Sure, Jan. We are now in what I would like to call the post-Chroma era. And if you don't know what that is, there will be a history lesson on a different episode on that. But just to summarize it, when the e Chroma came out. That is what redefined the, the entire paradigm of the programming industry when it came to lights because of how they program that particular chip. It set a whole precedent on how to color blend and all that stuff. All right. And that's why when you hear pre-chroma and post-chroma stuff, that's what they're referring to. Oh. Oh. But yes, this breakdown with the lights pretty much separates into these kind of categories. You got color selection, flash pattern selection, the rest of these are pretty much going to be asterisks because only certain chips have them, so keep that in mind. Wait, what? The accelerometer, mode reorder, conjure mode, battery lock, randomizer, chip to chip communication, bluetooth hub. These are all caveats at that point. But the two main ones you need to know are color selection and flash pattern selection. That is pretty much where we are at. Those are the two base ones that you will find in all the programmable chips or all the macro chips that I refer to them. Now most of you are probably asking me why is this important why do we need to know this stuff well if you want to use your lights and change them up the way you want them kind of need to know how to do this not only that but understanding how one operates each feature is paramount if one wants to maximize the use of their equipment okay this is something i have been preaching for about two years now on this podcast about how to use and operate with your equipment because You cannot perform gloving without performing with your equipment. Gloving without finger lights and gloves on is just finger styling. Okay, that is all what it is. Are you serious? This is actually happening right now. Much, much, much later. What the hell? 75 years later. Okay, so after having to literally unlock my phone and turn off my alarm (laughs) We can get right back into this So we're gonna start breaking down these colors we're gonna start breaking down the programming. Alright, so color selection. What is color selection? this feature that allows you to choose Not only the colors that you want to put in but the brightness or tint levels that you want for each of these colors so Most of the time when it comes to color selection basically all you're gonna do is be clicking through your lights choosing the color that you want and then you hold down on that color and typically most of the color selection programming features that have tint control or true brightness control depending on which one you want to use go check out my uh My episode on the difference between those two right over there yeah. But Yeah, most of the time you're gonna sit there and hold on to the color and then it's gonna start cycling through the three brightness levels That you have or four if you have the uber get. Like but typically there's three once you find the brightness level you want You're gonna let go and it's gonna put it in most of the time these lights like to flash the color that you selected before going right back into the programming section to go do more selections. The other thing that you need to understand is that every chip has the same amount of color slots in it. So, for example, the Apollos only have 6. Most Elite product, you know, amazing light products usually only have 7. I think the Elements have 8 or something like that. Don't remember. Typically it's 7 slots for them futuristic lights (laughs) they were typically eight well if you look at the ions they're they're all eight they're all have all eight slots but atoms have a wide range there's like one that has three one has nine one has 15 slots which we're not going to get into that but each chip is going to have a different amount of color slots that you can choose from each chip is going to have different variations of slots that you can choose from when it comes to certain programming points we're not going to get into that right now but i'm just letting you know yeah there's a lot that goes into it And this is where people start freaking out because it's just like, there's so much I can do with it. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the point. It's why we made them. What a time to be alive. Okay, yes, usually this is the first programming feature that you will have in your chip. It's usually the first selection you get to go through because it's the most common one that you're going to change. Of course, you know, each chip is going to also have a different color palette. Again, Apollos only have 16, yes, 16. The original Chroma controls that I have, only have 30. Adams that I have, have 39, I wanna say 39. You have that. Now, when it comes to the Spectres, they actually have the whole third party app thing, which I'm not gonna get into, but they pretty much have an entire chromatic palette that they get to use. And it's indicated by a specific color when it comes to programming. So if I remember correctly, I think I think the Apollos are orange. I, Again, all these chips do come with the manual Not only that, it's going to show you the palette. it's going to show you all the stuff So, you have that Now, typically what is the second selection within this category is Flash Pattern Selection Now, what is Flash Pattern Selection? Basically, is you're changing how the colors are going to look when you're moving them Which is the pattern of your flashing So you have things like Full Stroke, Dops, Hyper Stroke, Chroma, or Ribbon or tracer depending on which chip you're using. You know, you have solid, you have dash dots, there's so many, so many out there, you guys. There's so many different flash patterns. But you have so many different names that you get to choose from. This is where people actually come up with these really cool sets that have these really cool flashes and stuff like that. Not only that, but if you guys actually go check out my episodes on flash pattern manipulation, which is somewhere right there. You know where I'm pointing we know we know we know somewhere over there you know go check that out i did a really good job on explaining how flash pattern manipulation is actually really good for somebody to come up with some really cool sets and not only that it makes you stand out a lot more when it comes to your performance three days later yes so flash pattern selection yes is typically typically the second selection within the feature selection so let's just say red green blue purple are your four selections so you got color selection flash pattern selection these are the color indicators that are going to indicate what those are each chip is going to be different check your manual to see which color indicator is for which flash or for which programming setting each chip is going to have a different set of flash patterns now there are They're the staples. I call these the staples because these are the ones that will forever be in the gloving community because it's what we use for so long. So you got regular strobe or full strobe. You got dups. You got hyper strobe. And you got strobe. These are the four base ones everyone always wants. And I don't blame them because these are the most versatile in terms of flash pattern manipulation. Again, go check out that episode. Ah. no, I don't really feel like it. Now, those are your two codified programming features that you will have in all the chips. That are Mac or chips, programmable chips, okay? Couple of the other caveats that come into play. Now, we have mode reorder slash conjure mode, which I'm mumping these two together because typically these two are put together, okay? These are typically the ones that people want the most, all right? Now, when it comes to mode reorder slash conjure mode, I do put these two together because it's pretty much where they are, But this feature allows you to pretty much reconfigure the order of your modes, which if you don't know what I mean by mode, is mode is literally the setting that has your color and flash pattern all the stuff set into one setting, into one slot, which are known as modes. Typically you have ones that have five modes. There's ones with six modes out there. There's one with eight modes out there. There's one with 12. I, you know, have seen them all. Wow. But yes. When it comes to macro chips, they do most of them do have mode reorder. Or depending on which company you go with, there's one that has it known as move to the front, which is basically mode reordering. But conjure mode is something I also need to explain as well. So what is conjure mode? Conjure mode is basically turning the light into an on off light, if that makes any sense. It's just click on, click off. We call that conjure mode because there is a particular style within the gloving community called conjuring. Which, I have another episode right there for you to check out, all about Conjuring. I went to great length to do it, alright, go check it out. (laughs) No. But yes, that is where we get the term Conjure Mode from, alright? Yes, there is multi-mode Conjuring, again, not gonna get into it, go check out that episode. Yes, but not all chips are going to have this. There is a chip I'm going to be putting out a review soon that doesn't have this and to me that's a big hit because you now just segregated an entire section of the gloving community without offering that to them and i know a lot of people are getting on my case and be like well you can set up the chip in this fashion and be totally fine nope we're not doing that you're scared it's okay so yeah you have mode reordering i like mode reordering in my opinion my favorite mode reordering feature is what amazing lights came out with so yes I rock the original Chroma Controls. They're my babies because they've been there for the longest time and they have gone through a crap load of crap with me and that's why they're great. What I love about mode reordering on amazing products, especially when it comes to the original um, uh, Chroma Control is I like how I can change it from a one mode to a two mode, to a three mode, to a four mode, all the way up to five modes. I can actually take off modes so it just cycles through like Let's say three modes. I, I like that feature because it allows me to create any amount of modes. And I don't have to sit there and try to configure the other modes. So it allows me to do that kind of loop thing. It doesn't work. All right. So to me, Amazing lights has the best mode reordering on the market. That's just my opinion though. How dare you. However, the other things you also need to know is that there are certain chips out there that have what I call mode lock. What do I mean by mode lock? Mode locking is basically where you have a set amount of modes that you cannot change. So, in this example, we're going to talk about the ions. The ions have eight modes. These modes cannot change. You cannot reorder them, you cannot take some out, and you cannot change their flash patterns. That is what I mean by mode lock. Their flash patterns are set in place, and their modes are set in place. They cannot be changed. The only thing you're going to be able to change on these programmable lights or macro chips. It's the colors, however, there's a reason behind that, which again, if you go check out my review about the FL IONS, you'll understand why. It's right there, you know where I'm pointing. Much, much, much later. Okay, here is a feature that not all the lights have, but it is a big one. It is a big feature, I swear to God, anyone who keeps asking me what an accelerometer is, I swear to God, you guys are trolling me. Because your phone has one in there. The reason why your phone can rotate is because of an accelerometer. Alright, that's how it works. I don't, I don't... Und- I find it so interesting how zoomers like to sit here and tell me that they know so much more than me, but they don't even know what an accelerometer is when it's in their phone. Nothing you do matters! Your existence is a lie! Yet they tell me that I don't know how to use YouTube or Google. Hmm... Anyways, so yes. Accelerometer, basically what you need to understand is that it is a device within the chip that not only does it measure and indicate the sensors of movement hence why it's called an accelerometer but it can also indicate directionality which is pretty much you know lateral or vertical you know horizontal it can actually tell where it's pointing that's where the accelerometer comes into play now why do we have the accelerometer well back in the year 2014. A company came out with a chip called the Kinetic. Yes, futuristic Light came out with a chip called the Kinetic, which, in my opinion, and I can say this because I, I remember before this chip came out, nothing was on the market like this. This chip redefined everything in the gloving community. It redefined the entire landscape of gloving because of this introduction. There's only a couple lights that actually have the accelerometer feature. If I remember correctly, besides the Spectras, Spectra Evos, and atoms and the special edition atoms the uber nanos are another one that also has the accelerometer feature now i'm not going to get into the whole semantics of which one's better Some of them i would certainly say if i had to put in a scaling i've been told so many times that it goes uber nanos atoms and spectra's but that's just people's opinions and i don't really care i just want to make sure that if i'm going to use the accelerometer feature it better be freaking accurate because that's just how i am so yes you have the accelerometer feature it's you know based on either directionality or speed or things of that nature so another thing I will definitely want to talk about these are these are the like last two things I want to talk about you have randomizer and chip to chip communication and you can put the Bluetooth hub in that kind of category as well but all right so randomizer there's only one chip on the market right now that actually has the randomizer if I remember correctly as far as I can remember <laughs> God it makes me feel so old the ions have the randomizer they're the ones that actually have a randomizer on it now what is the randomizer <sighs> short answer it is a feature within the chip that takes color selections tint selection and blank selections and mixes them all up in a random order and creates it for you so basically all you have to do is click and it will give you a different setup and you can put it on any mode that you want okay that's what the randomizer is it streamlines People's process because there are so many people out there in the gloving community who don't like making color sets. They don't want to sit down and think about, oh, what colors you want to use. The randomizer solves that problem for you right there and then. Wow, that was amazing! Don't have time to make a color set? Use the randomizer. I'll make wonderful color sets. I've seen so many sets from the randomizer that is mm, chef's kiss. Make it stop! Make it stop! So, the chips that Etchy have, that again, is the ions as far as i can remember i don't remember if the spectre evo that you gave that feature yet or not don't know don't really care many months later one thing i'll also say is that there is a thing called chip to chip communication now i'm kind of just going to kind of use it as an umbrella term but there are two different forms you have bluetooth and then you actually have chip to chip communication now bluetooth is simple it uses bluetooth but to people who don't know how chip to chip communication works it basically uses the same technology that the army has been using since the 80s and what i mean by that is that in the communications department we have devices that you can literally just point to another radio that has all the encryption code stuff on it and it puts that encryption key into that device therefore it can now decrypt all the encrypted information that's going to go through it that way we can actually read what that information is. Chip-to-chip communication uses the same thing. Oh. Oh. Again, I'm going to refer to my review on the FL IONS, because I go into great detail about the chip-to-chip communication. Go check it out. All right then, keep your secrets. Hmm? But yes, that's what chip-to-chip communication is. It's basically, you have a sensor that indicates the, <laughs> the code that's gonna go from one chip into another chip, and it programs that chip. Now the atoms have a full chip, chip uh, full chip to chip or slot chip to chip. Now what do you mean by slot chip to chip? That's taking one of your modes and literally transferring that mode into another chip. It's basically is a full chip to chip is literally taking all of your modes and transferring it into another chip. That's, that's basically it. Now, when it comes to the Bluetooth technology that amazing lights has an iron fist grip on. Shoot him shoot the baby teeth right out of his mouth basically it just uses Bluetooth technology you get this nice little hub that connects to your phone okay and you sit there and you have this and you can do all these crazy things you can make your own flash patterns. you can make your own colors you can do all this cool stuff all the time Woo! stop it get some help when it comes to the Bluetooth part of it is that you're going to transfer all the stuff you did on your phone into the Bluetooth and the Bluetooth hub actually is pretty cool because it gives you a nice little preview which is really nice, I actually really like that. However, that's neither here nor there. Then it's going to transfer all that stuff into the chip. Okay, it kind of uses chip-to-chip communication at that point, but I'm not gonna get into that. So yes, those are your features and that's basically your breakdown. That is everything you need to know of how to understand programming theory is that it breaks down into these kind of categories. Now, (laughs) I will certainly say if I come back to a the programming theory, yes, we're going to talk about. Maybe I'll just break down the categories in more detail. I can do that. You guys have seen me do stuff like that. Yes, yes! So, in So, incandescence <laughs> That is pretty much how you need to know breaking down your chips. Now they work. Now with bulb chips, it's pretty simple. You just stick the bulb into the light, and then it works. Now. Yes, there are certain bulb chips out there that do offer a Conjure feature, which is basically you choose the mode and you hold it until the light turns off and then turns back on or something. There's usually an instruction manual for that. So if you're looking for a one mode bulb chip light, most of them actually have the Conjure feature. So definitely double check your product information before you purchase, okay? Cool. 2,000 years later. But yes, that's pretty much all for my episode. I certainly hope that everybody's enjoyed what I had to say There's just so much, even though I don't think anyone's watching at all. But there was so much I had to cover. Okay. But if you have any questions that I did not cover in this episode, you have the comment section down below. You have the social media outlets I have linked in the description down below. Please click on those if you want to talk to me even further. Not only that, if you're not on the Worldwide Glover Discord group, you can find me there. I'm always hanging out. But yes you have those places you have my social media and of course if you like the content i'm making you wish you helped me make better content you have the wonderful opportunity to support me on patreon okay you need to let that oh down oh my god okay. no one cares it's so boring every day There's a video right over there go watch it Show you the perks have fun But <laughs> well, yep that is pretty much all for my episode i would just like to say thank you to everybody who's watched so far certainly hope you guys enjoy what i had to say i appreciate everyone's support who has been giving me the support that i need so and i hope you guys are giving me the opportunity that you're spreading the knowledge out there that i'm just trying to help people get into this and that's all i care about yep thank you guys so much for watching but i am your host peter aka lpd8 the buke and i'll see you guys all next week